Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 15 minutes now before 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Dr. Arun Mutualeri, the Minister of Home Affairs. Earlier on, the Minister had a press briefing where he indicated that there are no records of convicted rapists and murderer Tabo Bester at the Home Affairs National Population uh, Register. This was revealed during that press briefing uh, following uh, Tabo Bester's re-arrest and recapture in Tanzania. Of course, he's back in the country and appeared earlier on at the Mangawung or the Bloemfontein Magistrates Court. The only place, apart from the correctional services, that has his record is the Chris Honey Baragwanath Hospital, where he was born in 1986. His mother only started registering her children with Home Affairs in 2006. However, by then, he had already disappeared. Dr. Arun Mutualedi now joining us on the line. Minister, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. So during the press briefing, Minister, you did explain the whole family timeline, and a lot of people are saying um, the minister did very well in detailing exactly how you got to um, using the database that was at the Baragwanat Hospital. However, though, Minister, why didn't uh, the department use the DNA so that you have clear confirmation that indeed there is a relation between Tabo Bester as well as the woman who claims to be his mother? Well, uh, the police are still going to do so also. We, we have no reason now of doing so. Because every child is identified as so, at source, and source is at best. And that's exactly what we have done. And that's why even now Home Affairs has opened uh, 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 offices in hospitals, hospitals where majority of children are, are being born, uh, in order to identify them there. We don't take DNAs on them. This lady told us that she delivered Tabo on the 13th of June, 1986, at Kisani Barakonath Hospital. We went there into the archives and they were able to remove, uh, I mean, to prove uh, exactly at what time he was born. And he was Tabo Bester, given birth to by his mother, who is now Mabaso, but at that time she was Bester. She then even told us the school which Tabo attended, uh, which he, he started in 1997 when he was 11 years. Uh, the school is in the south of Johannesburg. We went there. They showed us records and even showed us Tavo came here without any birth certificate. We just recorded him uh, with the date of birth. And that date of birth recorded in the school in 1997 corresponds clearly. It corroborates what is there at Kisani Baragwanath Hospital. From there, our system developed a, a, a family tree. Uh, starting with the great grandmother of Tau Bester, who herself was was Bester, and, yep. and so we have got no doubt that uh, this is Tau Bester. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so there's that particular element that you say um, the police will now deal with it um, if there is a need to deal with um, the DNA element. But then there's also the one about Tabo Bester now, the individual that we know, and according to Home Affairs, confirming that this is indeed the individual. However, though he doesn't have an ID. Yes, he, he has never gone to Home Affairs at any stage of his life to take either a certificate, ID, passport none of the civil registration documents has he ever come to home affairs to, to get any of them. Mm-hmm. How, how does it work when it comes to something like that? Because here's somebody who was arrested as well, um, who's appeared before court, who has been convicted as well. And um, the only thing that we know that it is Tabo Bester is now the information um, that, uh, that the Home Affairs has come up with. Well, I understand there are a lot of... Uh, uh, 
children who have not been who could not be identified lots and lots of them but the judges won't stop uh, sentencing them what they do they sentence them and when they arrive there in correctional services they are photographed and fingerprinted just to keep them but you don't they don't stop sentencing you because we have got no documentation otherwise a lot of foreign missionaries who came here illegally mm. will have gone scot free when you arrest for instance the Zamazamas were, were, were found in August last year. None of them was documented anywhere, but the court still went on. They would have sentenced them if they were found guilty. So it is something that happens. I even asked a lawyer who has been in the profession for 35 years. He said ever since, uh, for the past 35 years, ever since he was, a, he was a lawyer, he has always known that there are inmates who do not have any any documentation or who have got no identity number at all. Mm-hmm. Does minister know, or perhaps um, based on inference that could be drawn as well, that how, for instance, this person who doesn't have an ID was able to register companies, was able to, according to um, the uh, Mangawung uh, Correctional Services Management, G4S, enroll at a college like Demelin, for instance? Well, uh Damelin are, are, are the ones who are their own enemies. We've seen that registration. He used any number, and they should have checked with us. Now, the issue of uh, uh, registering companies, I really doubt it, uh, Aldrin, because this is how it works. The institutions that are very, very clear about using home affairs systems are the banks. Anytime you open a bank account, and I believe you can register a company without a bank account, when you open a bank account, all the banks are linked to the National Population Register of Home Affairs. They don't even phone and ask us. They just get into our system and, and check. Even SASA has done so now. They've got a link with our National Population Register. Institutions like CIRA have, have got, also got that. So, so I, I, I wonder how possible is it for somebody to register a company without any bank account and without that bank come in to check with us because they always... In fact, in some areas where IDs have been defrauded, we hear from the banks when they try to get into the system, somebody trying to open a bank account and they check with us, they found that something is wrong. It's then that we realize somebody is carrying a defrauded ID because it's not within our systems. Mm-hmm. Then the death of the death that was registered by Home Affairs, um, that um, Tabo Bester died in died in his prison cell due to due to suicide, and of course now we know that that is not the actual person. The death certificate itself doesn't have an ID number. So how do you fix that issue? Well, it means it's not a death certificate, and it's not for the first time that Home Affairs issued a death certificate with no ID. Because this is how it works, Aldrin. Home Affairs cannot know whether a person is dead or still alive. Even if our officials were to bring a corpse, they are not trained to certify people dead. So they depend on doctors from hospitals. If a doctor feels a DHA certain, there's a a form that is called DHA 1632 Mm. or something like 1663, yes. Once that form is filled by a doctor, it means you are dead. And when they bring it to home affairs... But doesn't, home affairs that, doesn't that form require ID number as well? Well, there are people who die without ID numbers. I've already told you about lots of mm. foreign nationals, but they still have to be certified. In that case, when that happens, the death certificate is issued, but it's handwritten. 
and it does not appear on the national population register. That, that's the procedure that gets followed. But that we can't issue a death certificate, even when the doctor is certifying your date, we can't stop doing that simply because you have got no ID. In the same way as Tavo was admitted to a school without an ID, just on the strength of the date of birth, because we have already agreed that we can't stop a child from getting education simply because they are not registered. So even people who have died, we have to issue a death certificate, but unfortunately it's handwritten and it is, uh, it is what you call, it's handwritten and, uh, and it's not on the national population register. Even where, even where we know you, mm. uh, but we don't know your cause of death, we issue a handwritten death certificate, but that one will have an ID number because at least your ID number is known. So there is nothing untoward in doing that. But the, the, the problem with this particular one, it was issued in the name of Tabo Bester, who's still alive. So the moment it was proven that he's, he's still alive, that so-called death falls on the wayside. It, it, it no longer has any meaning. Mm-hmm. The uh, Dr. Makutumana was found with two passports, one expired, one still active, and both those passports belonging to Dr. America Njani. And the explanation that Minister gave during the press briefing as well, and the affidavit that, that she has written, does the department at all, though, um, suspect that um, Dr. Njana, or, or Dr. Pesci, as she's uh, famously known as, um, could have been involved in this syndicate? and also could be guilty of any sort of fraud? We do, and it must be given to police. By the way, Dr. Nantipa was found with three passports. One is hers, mm-hmm. and it's still valid. It's only due to expire in 2027. The other two passports, which uh, 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 belong to Dr. Nanti, uh, one has expired, actually, in 2022. We don't know why she's carrying it. The other one, which is due to expire in 2029. She was carrying all three of them, but she never used them at any port of entry because there's no record of that. Uh, there was a story that she has assumed, that Dr. Nandipa assumed the identity of Dr. Lancha. Mm. We've got no evidence of that. She never, she never did that at any one time. She's just carrying her passport, but she never assumed her identity and told anybody that she's Dr. Lancha. Okay, and, and when you say that you do suspect her of fraud or being involved in the syndicate, in which way? Well, the, the police will do that, uh, Aldrin. This is what made us suspicious. We, Dr. Nancy took her first passport in 2012. Mm-hmm. It was expiring in 2022. But in 2019, she went to police and, and uh, deposited an, uh, an avidavit, posted an avidavit, uh, that say her passport has been stolen. And she took that affidavit to home affairs. We gave her a new passport, even though the passport which was given to her was still due to expire in three years' time. But if it's stolen, it can't be of use to her. So we gave her a new one, which is due to expire in, 20, uh, 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 in 2029. Then in 2019, she came again and said, look, uh, she deposed another affidavit. And, and said, look, uh, 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 no, 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 sorry, it's, it's now recently, on the 27th of, of what you call of March. She deposed another affidavit and said, look, I have given my passport to a couple, and he mentioned Dr. Nandipa. He also mentioned a TK Nguana. That is the assumed name of, 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 of uh, Pester, you know. 
she said he gave them that because they were going to apply for her for what she calls a work citizenship in the U.S. Now I know nothing about that, but I've heard from people who told us that that is impossible. Yeah. That applying for a work citizenship in the U.S., you can't send any person. You have got to come personally. And that, so ev- that, that affidavit has now been handed over to the police? Well, police have already called there for questioning uh, on Monday, and, and they wanted to go to a house, and the, the husband was not happy, and they said no. Will only agree if they meet at the police station they met and question. So the investigations are going on. And and lastly, uh, Aldrin, these IDs, one is lost, the other was given to this person. And it so happened that it's given to the person who has got the one that is lost. I wonder whether you understand what I mean. Yes, yes. One is lost. We don't know who did. In fact, she never said it's lost. She said it's stolen. We don't know who stole it. Then she comes later and says, no, this new one you gave me, I've now given to so-and-so. And it so happened that that so-and-so, who's Dr. Randipa, is the one who's carrying even the one that was reported stolen. Yeah. Uh, there's something wrong with that. Minister, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Aran Mutualedi is the Minister of Home Affairs.